Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your 9 to 5. Good afternoon and welcome back to What's Your 9 to 5 podcast. Today we have Edie Inksetter, who's actually George's mom. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi there, I'm Edie Inksetter and I'm actually George's mom. <laughs> um, have you always wanted to be an actress? Oh, that was a big jump into it. Yes, um, I, I have. I'm a professional actor, and I've um, pretty much been interested in that since I was a kid. I think I was about ten years old the first time I realized that uh, movies could be magical. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your school experience? Like, was your choice in university or college um, affected by you wanting to become an actress? Yeah, when I first finished high school, I moved to Toronto, and I thought I would just sort of get an agent and maybe get discovered working at the Hard Rock Cafe and be propelled into fame instantly, and that <laughs> uh, that plan didn't work out. So I had a friend who was going to the University of Manitoba in Winnipeg, and I knew there was a good theater program at the other university there, the University of Winnipeg. So I, um, she found a two-bedroom apartment, and I moved there and went to school there. Um, is there anybody who inspired you to become an actress? Um, yeah, there's a lot of people who inspired me. I think um, one of my favorite actresses of all time is Jessica Lange. Uh, she's been um, a big inspiration just in terms of the longevity of her career and uh, the various roles that she plays. She's played um, just sort of everything you can possibly dream of. So she's she's a big influence. Um, that's an interesting question. I don't really know. Uh, what's your favorite genre of movie acting? Well, I think I mostly, I, right now I really am enjoying doing um, sort of police procedural type things. I really enjoy uh, watching them on TV. And I've also sort of just hit a point in my career where that's a really good landing spot for me. So I really like doing crime dramas. Um, that being said, I haven't done a lot of comedy, and I think it would be really fun when I do. When I have done comedy, it's been a day here and a day there. I think it would be really fun to create the kind of gigantic character that you can create uh, when you're doing comedy. If you watch something like Schitt's Creek, when you see those two siblings and just the way their characters just grow in the five seasons, it's it's pretty fun. Six seasons, I think. Um, what was it like your first time on set? When was my first time on set? Um, my first, well, my very first time on set was a television commercial for Canadian Tire, and I was up a ladder painting, and the camera that was on me was on the ceiling, so it was shooting down on me on the ladder painting. That was my very first time, but there's two films that I can't remember which one came first, but um, one was called The Phantom of the Megaplex, and it's, I believe it's Disney, um, and it's kids going to a movie, and I was in the movie within the movie, and I was a cowgirl. And when I got the audition, she was trying to stop these stampeding horses and doing all this stuff, and of course, in the end, they didn't have the budget for any of that, so I was sitting in a truck. And when I finally saw it, they had dubbed my voice with someone else, so there's a really high sort of really twangy, high-pitched voice going, I don't want to be here over oh, wow. my face. So I was like, <laughs> who's talking? Who is that? What's happening? Um, who's the coolest person you've ever worked with? The coolest? Yeah. 
Uh, I guess it probably depends what generation you're from. I mean, I've worked with Jodie Foster. That's like, she directed me in Black Mirror. That's like Hollywood royalty. But um, I bet your listeners would think maybe Chris Rock is one of the coolest people I've ever worked with. He was pretty awesome. And if you could work with anyone again, who would it be? Okay, I would keep giving you two answers to every question. Um, I think the, the first person who comes to mind is Michael Cudlitz. Um, I was in season one of Clarice, and I played his wife. Most people know Michael Cudlitz from The Walking Dead. Yeah. So he's become a really well-known actor, and he was just so welcoming and great and fun to work with. He's hilarious on set, uh, and we were supposed to have a really big story arc, and it looks like... Clarice is not going to get a second season so that one sort of feels like it was cut short like we, th- there was promise that we didn't get to fulfill um, but there's a couple horror movie directors the Soska sisters who directed me in Rabid are two of the craziest in a good way most fun people I've ever had on set or ever worked with on set um, they're just really bubbly and full of energy and they let you play and have fun and you just want to be there when you're working with them um, what's the most memorable set you've worked on? The first time I walked onto Rain. <gasps> uh, <laughs> Eli, I know you like that job. <laughs> the first time I walked onto the set of Rain, it was built inside a warehouse. And this was also a little bit... So I had a, I had a career, and then I stopped for 10 years, and I had two kids. And when I came back, Rain was one of my first jobs coming back. And I just walked onto that set, and... It felt like I was in a castle. It was yeah. it was so luxurious, and I mean, the f- everything, the fabrics, the the walls, everything. I I remember walking onto that set and being like, "Holy cow, this is inside this warehouse yeah. that I was just outside of." That sounds like my dream. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did. I wanted to move into that set. A real yeah. castle. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever had to drastically change your appearance for a role? For example, like Millie Bobby Brown shaved her head for Stranger Things. I used to want to shave my head. I used to I used to wish someone when I was younger, I used to wish someone would ask me to shave my head for something just cuz I wanted to do it. But it does cut down on your castability a little bit, so you really need a good reason to do it. Um I think the most I ever did was um when I shot a movie called An Audience of Chairs. She was uh she was she, her clothing was a little tighter and a little skimpier and she had long blonde hair and and push-up bras and so I wore I colored my hair and I wore a lot of hair pieces and a lot of clothes that would le- less clothes than I'm normally wear on set or in real life <laughs> um, so that that might be the one that was the most and also she had a lot of high heels which you know can can get old by the end of the day um, do you have any advice to give someone who wants to become an actor or an actress? Um, yeah, I think if you really want to do it, you'll, I think most people will find their way. Um, I, you can find all kinds of things. Like when you're your age, there's all kinds of things you can do. You can get involved in local theater. You can take dance classes. You can take voice classes. You can take all of those things that are really important. Um, and there's a lot of great universities, just even locally. There's Guelph University has a great acting program. There's uh, obviously a lot in Toronto. And uh, it's studying the craft is really important. There's also schools in Toronto that are not universities. You can work with, um, you know, there's improv groups. There's um, just film classes. There's all that kind of stuff. So study, study, study. And you meet people when you're studying as well. 
Where's the mo- most beautiful place you've ever had to travel for a role? Um, you know, it is probably Newfoundland. I went to Newfoundland for a full summer to shoot Audience of Chairs. That was the one with the, the uh, long hair, the long blonde hair and the skimpy clothing. Um, <laughs> and I, as you know, you got to come with your sister. And so we made a little family vacation of it and we got to hike up the mountains and see whales. Newfoundland's really beautiful. So that it, that's probably the most beautiful place I ever shot. That's the most beautiful place I've had to travel to. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to tell us a bit about the roles you've done in COVID? Were some affected by COVID? Um, when I first started seeing friends posting pictures that they were on set during COVID, I was sort of like, oh, how can you do that? I, that would be so strange. And then um, we had had Handmaid Season 4 cut short by COVID in the spring, and they started, started shooting again in the fall. And also I was shooting at the same time um, Clarice. So I had two really big shows going on at the same time through the fall of 2020 and into 2021. And... Uh, they were probably the safest places I felt. Everybody was tested. Clarice tested daily. Uh, handmaids tested every second day. Um, you tested before you went into wardrobe. Everybody was double masked. Um, the crew stayed double masked. And so the only people who ever took their masks off were the actors. And that was on rolling and back on um, when we called cut. <laughs> Keep waiting for all the movies where the background people forgot to take their mask off or something. You're going to see someone <laughs> in the background of Handmaid's Tale wearing a mask. Uh, when we first locked down, my brother was staying with us, and he's a filmmaker, my brother Jonathan. And uh, I had talked about producing a film for him to direct, and there was a contest for a film, short film shot completely in isolation. So actually, Georgia was our star of that, and I produced that, and Jonathan directed and filmed it, and we've entered it in quite a few short film horror competitions. Um. Have you ever gotten to work with any animals on set? I had a dog. I had a dog on Transplant, which is um, shot out of oh, out of Montreal. It's a hospital show, and I had a son who was uh, dying, and we had a dog who was his <laughs> comfort dog, and he was great. And there were quite a few animals on Anne with an E on the day I was there. There was one dog that was... Um, barked all through shooting which was kind of great background noise but that day they had horses I I had a farm my character had a farm so there were horses cows but I didn't actually work with them I got to work with the dog in Montreal just out of curiosity what type of dog was it on transplant it was a golden retriever oh that's so cute cute. um do you have any funny or memorable moments on set (laughs) um funny or memorable moments Oh, that's a tricky one. I don't know if I do. Not that you can think of. Not that I can think of off the top of my head, no. Well, we're going to play a little game of rapid fire to kind of wrap up the interview. Okay. Um, We're going to ask you a series of questions, and you have to answer as quickly as you can off the top of your head. I'm really (laughs) bad at that. (laughs) So. Um, this is gonna suck. All right, let's go. <laughs> we'll just start. Um, <laughs> we'll just start. <laughs> let's just do it. What's your favorite TV show? Um, Broadchurch. What's your favorite movie? Uh, the um, something of the spotless mind. <laughs> What's who's your favorite actor or actress or both? Hi, uh, Jessica Lang. Uh, any pets? Do you have any pets? Two little dogs named Charlie and Gabby. If you could travel anywhere, where would it be? Paris. 
What's your favorite book? Um, a Confederacy of Dunces. If a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be? <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a sad family drama or something. <laughs> what was your first job? My first job. Paper deliverer. Paper route? Paper route, yeah. <laughs> Favorite song, artist, or band? Uh, the Pixies. Um, oh, that's what, that's what you need. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Um, all right, well, that's all we have for you today. So thank you for coming to the interview. It was oh. very fun. <laughs> <laughs> Good. It was fun, fun having you here. Yeah. I'll see you at home in a little. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you.